Okay, but let's move on to the Pelicans. The Pelicans? All right. So, autopsy. I felt I felt like the year was a progress. They were developing. They were going through the process. It's a very young team. I feel like Ben Gandhi is a good coach for the team. Why do you think it's Ben Gandhi is good? Because, because there's been some really controversial tactics of him. It makes a question whether or not they were tanking. And if they weren't tanking, then I have some serious issues that he, the game might have passed him by. And the reason I say that is apparently the, the biggest issue of the Pelicans tactics-wise was that they focused all of their defense on protecting the rim. And this is a three-point shooting league. And so they have given up – they have a bottom five three-point defense, even though they have Lonzo Ball, who's a premier – perimeter defender and they have given up like they they give up the most volume of threes and they give up a high percentage of threes and in order to protect the rim and that seems like backwards strategy of what the nba should be so that's either tanking which david griffin that's his mo or stan van gundy what the hell are you doing man okay but you also have to think about it in a sense that it's a three-point league, but that doesn't mean everybody everybody could shoot three-pointers. And everyone shoots uh, three-pointers against them. I, I understand that, but defensive tactics, I I, I just felt overall like the you're, you're, that as a nitpicking, that was like nitpicking the season. I don't think the season, the, the game has passed him by. It wasn't like he was like retired. The dude was commentating on games. He was watching games. He was talking about plays and games. So he wasn't away from the game. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like he was on some sideline, somewhere on some beach or whatever. He was on ESPN talking about players, commenting about games, having conversation about games. So you can't say the game passed him by. Yeah, they may have picked a different tactic that they thought was going to work for the team they had. And you may complain that he didn't adjust quick enough as the season progressed. But overall, I felt like offensively, they found what Zion could do for them. They expanded his skill set. They may have to sign Lonzo Ball because he's going to get a lot of money and he's pretty good. I don't see anybody out there that could draft or find to replace what he does because now he's becoming a better shooter, hence becoming more dangerous. So overall, I feel like the team is good. I like they may need a better rim protector. Ingram needs to become more consistent in how he attacks the game, learn how to pick his shots. I feel like he needs to go and study Kevin Durant and understand efficiency and picking your shot and knowing how to get to your spot consistently. I feel like he likes that, and sometimes he just throws shots up. So he has to develop that. Like Zion handling the ball, bringing the ball up, pounding it inside is good, but on the other side, they need another, they need another wing player or another shooting guard that could actually shoot the ball. So they need shooters around Zion. So they got work to do, but overall the season is good. If you get better wing players, then you have your defenders right there. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, they have the defenders. So if you don't have those defenders, they but they they played such. I mean, they they do. I mean, Lonzo Ball isn't he one of the best 
Is he like a top five perimeter defender? It is. But at the same time, you need other people to defend also. Right. Zion has to become a better defender. Okay. So I have a question. Ingram has to become a better defender because he has the body, the length, and the wit to, to defend multiple positions. But if he's not a better defender, and defense is something you got to coach nowadays. So I feel like you can't really blame Van Gundy in his first season for trying to install a defensive system. First, you got to change the mindset of how this players because all they play now in high school and onwards offense. Nobody plays defense anymore. So that's a league-wide problem. That's not a that's not a Pelican problem. So you using that tactic. Look at the fucking scores in the games. Okay, look at I'm looking at it right now. Spurs 44, Nets 51, second quarter. That's a hundred point game already. There ain't no fucking defense. That's the Spurs though. And that's the Nets. Okay, I'm gonna look at another game too. Watch. This is just crazy. So you using that as a reason to judge the Pelican season is not really ideal. It's kind of like well, I mean, I'm no judging sense. it off of their win loss record. Yeah, you're judging it, 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 but, you're, but you're also mentioning tactic caveat, as, as a result caveat, to the coach. With one caveat, and that's assuming that they weren't tanking, which I'm not so sure about. I think it's I don't like think 50, they are. 50. I don't think they are. Be, I mean, they, if they had made the playoffs this year, it's so stacked the West is they weren't really gonna do much. They're not gonna sign free agents, they don't have the cap room or the like big market situation same with dallas by the way we're not new york la or chicago so nobody comes to these cities but they the the only way to to boost it really is to get a lottery pick and then if not you just have to wait and hope that the lakers collapse and those lottery picks come in but like i mean this this season is such a clusterfuck anyways it's it's such a crazy compressed wacky fanless COVID season that in the, in the long run, thinking on a macro level, tanking is better strategy for the Pelicans. Like they're better off long term getting a lottery pick this year than playing in those playing games and and winning them. And 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 Griffin, his his past, like in Cleveland, that's what he did for them. He got them lottery balls. I mean, it might not have been him, but he was there for it. He came to New Orleans. They get lottery balls, so they might they might have been taking. But if they weren't then yes, I'm judging them off of their win-loss record. And, and I am I am questioning those tactics a bit. They're judging one of the youngest teams in the league that they've done really well for one of the youngest teams in the league. They almost got in the playoffs. Most of these guys have not been in the league. Last year was their first year, which was COVID year. Ingram and Ball. I'm talking about Zion. Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball. Ingram is still young. Those guys are still under 26, most of them. So you're not talking about like old players here. You're talking about people who are still learning each other. They just got the team assembled, a first-time coach. So you have to put things into perspective also. Okay. Everybody's shooting. Everybody's shooting threes. Nobody could defend the threes in the league now. Everybody's putting points on everybody. So you can't call – if you want to call defensive tactics, overall they've done really good. I'm proud of the season they've had. I think they're building something good there. Now, I don't know if it's a championship team. But I feel like, you know, then again, you know, them being a championship team and all that stuff happened depends on the players themselves, not on the organization. Okay. Depends on the players. So we're going to see how that goes. But 
Apart okay. from that, you know. Yeah, I do have one last question for you with the Pelicans. Though I'm, I'm really curious because I am, I am mystified by this whole Stan Van Gundy situation. I can't figure him out. But you say that he's done well. What things, what, what things specifically do you think he has done good for that organization? Let in Zion playing point. Okay. Zion's comp is Charles Barkley. Was he not playing as much point last year? No, week? he wasn't. He wasn't. Same. Okay. Zion wasn't bringing the ball up. He wasn't making those decisions. Now Zion makes the decisions. Hence, Lonzo Ball is getting more shoot and catch and shoot plays where he's... Now, if Lonzo Ball wasn't a better shooter, this that would suck. And beginning of the season of last year, he wasn't that good. But as he's become a better shooter... Zion has been able to play point because Zion could make Zion, 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 the way Zion plays is that he attacks the inside of the field. So he can he ain't gonna shoot in a three, but he could he's such a powerful force inside, it's like a big man playing point. It's the kind of like how Joe can play. Wait, you know he could get his point inside, he could bulldoze you inside, but he could also make quick decisions and pass the ball really well that you could run the offense really directly through him, which coming into the league, he wasn't seen as that. Yeah, that's so. So now that he's made that transition, if you notice, since that transition has been made, they've exploded offensively. The offensive efficiency has been, has become better. So because of that, you got to kind of put that into perspective and say, okay, well, He had to see that, and he had to be willing to try that. That gives Zion that that you've now you've changed the way Zion plays the game. You've changed the way you could build your offense. You changed the way you could attack people's offense. You've changed the way you could build your team. You know, so and and if you see how Luca plays, Luca is a is a different point guard. He's not a traditional point guard. So that allows you to build your team a little bit more different. You have a little bit more flexibility. You know, so you may not want a traditional big guy because you have Zion, but because you have Zion, you could have guys just do one specific thing, rebound, play defense, whatever. Okay. Zion could play point. You know what I'm saying? Zion could attack. Zion could go get his shot. But yeah, you know, and Zion's going to develop a three-point shot. Once he has a three-point shot, his game is complete. Are you going to call, are you, are you going to stop Zion backing you down in the paint? He shot a lot of threes at Duke, too. And in that first game, his his premiere last year against the Spurs, when he played his first game, he shot like six threes in a row. He's got a, but, uh, he's got a stroke from beyond the arc. Well, uh, once, once he masters that, once he masters that in, in the NBA level, his game is going to be more dangerous. So I think overall the Pelicans have done well. Okay. What yeah. are your expectations for next season? Uh, playoffs. Well, at least you think the they can game. win a series? Huh? You think they can win a series? Because I feel like they've got it. If if they're gonna, if they're gonna have a chance. Well, you see, uh, it all depends on the. It all depends on the development. Mavericks dynasty. Yep. They've got to get rolling pretty soon, or they're gonna be second fiddle to us. It's, it all depends on the development of Brandon Ingram, and Zion and Zion Williamson. And the lottery. That's really what it is. Could huh? be. Could get some good lottery balls this year too, but um, if those guys then, develop, I think it's like twenty twenty four is when the Anthony Davis lottery balls start hitting. It's either next year 
or the year after they have a couple, they have like two first round picks that they can convey if they want to. So the, the Lakers like have to stay good for the next four seasons or so, or else the Pelicans get some more lottery balls, which is uh, long-term. That's where they can really go over the top and make some serious history, oh. like banner raising history, making noise dynasty type stuff. Well, we'll see how that goes. So, yeah. So moving on from the Pelicans, what else would we, what else would we like to address to wrap it up? Um, the Tony Ferguson fight, I think it's around even odds. I got a tip. Oh, wow. Yes, you're right. Let's, let's, guy is a play. 